How to Fall in Love with Cooking Again with Tina McDermott. Tina has been working in the health and wellness industry for almost 20 years. She was born to help people through health and wellness and exercise, and there is nothing more that she would love to do with her life. Tina's goal is to reach out to as many people as humanly possible through health, wellness, and exercise to make this world a better place. She also specializes in helping people with their emotional issues of eating and is an expert at helping you lose weight and also teaches exercise and nutrition on a one-to-one basis and in small groups as well as in corporations. Tina was super fun to chat with. I loved recording this episode with her and I hope you guys fall in love with her just as much as I did. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. So I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. Welcome everyone back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. I'm super excited to have Tina McDermott here um, chatting with me. We're going to be talking about food and nutrition and the importance of that while learning to love working in the kitchen. This is her area of expertise. So welcome, Tina. Hello, Shannon. Thank you so much for having me on here today. So excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So let's give the listeners just a little bit of intro as to who you are and what you do and all of the fun things. Absolutely. Happy to. Well, I, my name's Tina McDermott, obviously. <laughs> and I call myself the lazy, inspirational chef. I'm a speaker. I'm a weight loss coach. I've been doing this for 21 years. And it gives me chills every time I say when it started giving me chills when I said 20 years. Now it's 21 years. It gives me even more chills. Um, my mission, my mission in my life is to reach as many people as possible in this world and show them how they can find joy in the kitchen. So, you know, even if they don't like to cook, even if they don't know how to cook, I'm going to show you, I'm going to teach you so that you can make healthy foods for yourself, for your family, so that you can live a life that's full of health, full of vibrancy and free, free from dis-ease, free from diets, free from all of those things that you don't want and free to live your life the way you want to live it. I love that so much. So how did you get started with this? Did you always love cooking? Is this a passion that you developed? 
Oh my gosh, that's a loaded question, girlfriend. <laughs> that's a loaded question. My parents are off the boat Italian and we always ate at home. We never ate at restaurants. It was always home cooked meals. And uh, I, I promise you, I had a tapeworm as a kid and I just wanted to eat all of the time. Uh, in my teenage years, when I was under 10, I was anorexic. I would not eat. But after 12 years old, I started eating all the time and eating a lot. But prior to that, but my mom would call me on her way back from work uh, and, or I call her, I'm like, okay, I'm hungry. What to do for dinner? And she would teach me. And if you have been around Italian families, you look Italian, I'm not sure if you are. And you know that families are in the kitchen together. The girls are always with mom, sometimes the boys, it's hard to rile them up. They're always cooking with mom. And one of my, my, my most feared chores in the kitchen was cutting up the garlic, but now I know how to get this. Yeah. Yeah. And now I know how to get the smell off my fingers. I know how to get the smell off my fingers. So, so eating, cooking at home has always been a tradition. It's always, not even tradition. It's just been part of our culture. And what I notice these days is that people think that food comes from a drive through and that's not the truth. The food comes from a farm that gets to the market. And then we need to get to the farm or the market, gather it, find whatever looks wonderful, whatever inspires you and bring it home and prepare fresh food for your family. I want to bring that back, Shannon. I want to bring that back because the secret to a healthy, vibrant, free life is is eating foods that walk, fly, swim, or grow, and that are close to mother nature. And the best way to do that is by cooking and preparing things for yourself. Simple, simple, simple. Oh my gosh, I can go on and on. <laughs> well, I am like so excited for this conversation because this is very similar to how I grew up. Um, you know, my parents we did not ever have a garden growing up. My mom said she did not have a green thumb, but we grew up eating fresh fruits, fresh veggies. I grew up with my mom. She was a single mom for most of my life. She made breakfast in bed and would deliver it to me in bed because she, she had to leave before I had to get up for school. And then Aww. dinner, it was the same thing. We're <laughs> sitting down, we're eating dinner together a majority of the time. And it's fresh home cooked, you know, made meals. And I, when I got married, I didn't know things like canned biscuits existed or canned frosting, you know, <laughs> me neither. They were foreign to me. They were, they are. Yes. And yeah. I grew up with a husband who his parents, like they always have a salad and they eat, you know, very clean, but they did have a lot of convenience foods that I did not have or really, I mean, I, I really did know about canned frosting, but it was like, <laughs> why, <laughs> you know, why? <laughs> why it takes 10 seconds to like whip it up in a bowl, you know, um, it's easier for me to, to put these three ingredients together and make biscuits. And, you know, I have fresh biscuits or whatever. Um, for my mom, part of that was out of necessity because finances were very, very tight. And part of it was out of, this is how she grew up too. <laughs> so yeah. I, love being in the kitchen. I love being with my Aww. kids in the kitchen. Um, so this is really an exciting conversation. Um, and yeah. now 
we live on what I call my mini farm. So we raise our own chicken and turkey and we have cows that we butcher and we have a garden. And so I am totally aligned with fresh fruits, fresh veggies as much as possible. Right. We still, where do you live? I want to move next door. (laughs) We live in Arizona. So we have this amazing opportunity to grow almost year round. Um, Wow. Wow. I'm moving in. I'm moving yes. next door. Yes, <laughs> your absolutely. Next door <laughs> I'll take care of your chickens. Just give me a couple of eggs. I love farm fresh eggs. I love them. Yes. And one of my, I, I would love to have chickens. I, I have a quarter of an acre. I don't have a, t- I live in Maryland and no, we can't grow year round, but I do have my own garden too, Shannon. I have my own garden. I love all of my herbs and my tomatoes and, and the mint and the rose, all of it. All of it. I love it. Love it. Love it. But I'd love to have chickens. I just can't have chickens where I am. Yes. Most <sighs> the next can't. house. Next house. The next house. I, one of my favorite things when I go to Italy is being in the house and listening for the rooster crow in the morning. <laughs> Some people think it's annoying, but I love the sound. It so feels like home. Yeah. Feels like home. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even notice anymore. <laughs> people are like oh I hear cows and I I hear a donkey I'm like oh yeah there's a donkey oh oh yeah there is a donkey that lives a couple houses down you know (laughs) so yeah that's funny that's funny I I love it I love that's one of my dreams to have a farm but not gonna happen while I'm here in Maryland but yeah and that's and that's so true and that's what I was saying that eating healthy eat foods that walk fly swap swim and grow with the emphasis on the grow, right? Yeah. And, you know, I know that you are all about helping the thyroid. And when we go back to basics, go back to mother nature and eat foods that are fresh from the farm, foods that are grown within 200 miles of your house, that's local, foods that are in season, that's when you're going to find, you're going to feel healthier, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to packaged foods. I would say five ingredients or less. Five yes. ingredients are less with packaged foods. And I love what you said about the, the frosting, because when, when I first uh, moved in with my husband, when we got married, I moved in with him and his mom was living with him and she would hide the frosting. And I'm like, why do you have frosting in the house? Well, I have to hide it because he gets it and he eats the whole container. I'm like, we never had frosting in our house. Where, why wouldn't we have frosting? I, I, I didn't get it. I didn't understand it because my mom would make fresh frosting. She would make cake from scratch. Yes. It, boxed cake. What's the heck? What the heck is a boxed cake? I didn't understand that. And the same thing, financial issues, right? We, my parents were both, literally both off the boat and with four kids. And yeah, finances were, we never went out to eat. We always had food right there in the house. So yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. So tell me, and I, you touched on something that you said you were anorexic prior to 10. Was that like a choice? Did you realize that? Was that like, what is, you know? Uh, this is a, a subject that I love to be transparent, Shannon. I love to be transparent because I feel that in my transparency, it helps others. And one of my issues are emotional issues when it comes to food when it comes to eating. And, and it's one of my uh, weaknesses. And it's also one of my greatest traits, because I know how to help others who have emotional issues with eating, with cooking, with all of that. And okay, I got to remember the question. 
It, I was anorexic when I was a kid. When I was a kid, yes. Is that a choice, right? Y- yeah. Like, what was that journey like for you? Was that something that you consciously realized you were doing? Was that something that was just kind of situational? Okay, I was the third child in a dysfunctional family. And I'm sure that many people can relate to that. And being the third girl in an Italian family, of course, they wanted a boy. Yes, they did get one five years later. And yeah, gosh, another girl that we have another mouth to feed and we have to keep going. Anyhow, they didn't tell this, tell me this, but I felt the disappointment and they even had a male name lined up for me, which was my grandfather's name, which was Quinto. Surprise, I'm a girl. And they named me Quintina. People call me Tina, much easier. And it was just, it was, when I look back on my life, I can tell you that I was absolutely anorexic by the time under 12 years old. Was it a choice? I believe two things were going on. A, I had probably had a lot of digestive issues that I instinctively, and and most children, you have children, you probably know they're very instinctive. They know what to eat, what not to eat, put out a buffet for them and they'll pick out what's good for them. If they're not addicted to sugar, that is right. If they're not addicted to sugar, they will eat what their body wants as much as their body wants. And I believe truly that I had some health issues because look, I had a name, a nickname from my sisters. And in Italian, the name is puzza, which means stinky. I had gas and bloating my entire childhood and into my teens. And I believe strongly that it was, again, I had digestive issues that no one really understood. I always had earaches. And now as a health coach, I know, oh my gosh, I was probably allergic to dairy. I was probably allergic to the sugar, to the gluten. And all I would eat was sugar and dairy. That's all I would eat. That's all my parents could get me to eat. And I just, I remember eating, uh, uh, it's called vovo furlato or zabayone, which is a whipped egg yolk with sugar and on butter toast. That's all I can remember eating and oranges with sugar all over them. And that's it. Otherwise I feel, I feel it was either a, it was a both uh, a, uh, digestive issues and instincts and be a way to control my parents. Because when I was 12 years old, I went, I I went to Italy many times uh, when I was little, but at 12, I went there with my grandma, no parents, just my grandma, no siblings. And I came back 20 pounds heavier. I ate when I was in Italy, I ate a lot. And I came back, even though I was still there, I still had more digestive issues. I can remember going, oh, it hurts me inside. I was trying to speak Italian. Well, I spoke Italian, but not a hundred percent well. And I remember telling them it hurts inside and yeah, because you know, I have all these issues and nobody knew, nobody knew. And, and I'm, I, I was always also the kid that was under the playing outside 24 seven, picking ticks off of me left and right. So I'm positive that I had Lyme disease as the little one. Yeah. And yeah, my immune system just kind of put it at bay for a while. So yeah. Was it a choice? I don't think so. I think it was instincts and a way of control. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I guess that's kind of what I was getting at is under 10 seems super young to be dealing with that. And I just felt like there might be a little bit more to this story. Um, one as 
a lot of my listeners are moms. We deal with kids who don't eat picky eaters, whatever. Um, and we can categorize them in different ways. But then as, uh, <laughs> let me be very candid. Eating is highly emotional for a lot of people. And especially when it comes to thyroid, there's a lot of emotions attached to it, under eating, overeating, not, you know, not eating. And some of it is in response, like you were talking about, to the gas, the bloating, the digestive discomfort. So it's like, when I eat, I just hurt. And therefore, I'm just not going to eat. Right. Mm -hmm. So thank you for being very open and honest with that. Let's shift gears a little bit here. So why is cooking from home so important for our health? Ah, what a phenomenal question. And that is another loaded question, Shannon. When we buy packaged foods, there are hidden ingredients that if you don't know the 78 plus words that MSG is hidden under, you don't know. My clients will say to me, Tina, I don't touch MSG. And then I'll go through their pantry and I'll see what they're eating and I'll help them understand all of the different words, autolyzed yeast extract, natural flavors, the word spices. These are all things that are hidden that when it comes to MSG, MSG is terrible. Again, having had Lyme disease, not that it's my story, it's just a fact it affected my brain. And any time that I touch anything that might have MSG in it, I cannot tell you what that thing is that I park my car in uh, yeah. the driveway. I, I don't know. I have a hard time finding words. And I know I'm like, oh, darn, what did I eat? What did I put in my body? What was it? What, what affected me? And so MSG crosses that blood brain barrier that's supposed to protect us, Shannon. It crosses that barrier and it goes to the brain cells that are most susceptible, whether you had a concussion, or maybe you're a young adult, maybe you're a baby, maybe you're a child, maybe you're an uh, an elderly person who has a compromised brain is going to go to those cells and, and, and excite them so much that they die. And I've had enough of my brain cells destroyed from the Lyme disease. So that's why cooking from home is so, so, so important. And that's one of the reasons. Other things that are hidden are rancid oils canola oil, sunflower, sunflower oil, uh, corn oil, all of those types of oils are inflammatory and cause a lot of dis-ease in your body. Yeah. Yeah. I went to eat at a friend's house a while ago and I was like, I came home and my stomach hurt and I was like, what is going on? And I was reviewing, I was like, we ate chicken, we ate potatoes, we ate, you know, all these quote unquote whole foods, right? Fruits, veggies. And I was like, this is mind boggling to me. But when I watched them prepare it, they used canola oil. And I was like, aha, right? It wasn't I don't use canola oil. <laughs> so it was just something that my stomach was not used to. I reacted to it, but it's kind of sneaky, right? It's things that we don't realize, even if we are eating a whole food, that the oils or something else, seasonings like you were talking about, could be inflaming the body. 
Exactly, exactly. And, and for, for the listeners who don't know about canola oil, should we tell them a little bit about canola yeah, oil, Shannon? please do. Yes. Yeah. I, I love this piece because it really brings it home to people. Canola oil is made from the rape seed, R-A-P-E, rape seed, that is mostly grown in Canada. They don't want to market a seed that's called rape seed, rape seed oil. So they can, called it Canadian oil, canola, canola. And there's many issues with canola, with canola, rapeseed oil, is that most of the crops are genetically modified, which adds a whole nother layer of pesticides. And even the organic crops are infested with the genetically modified crops because of the wind. So it's very difficult to find organic canola oil. Number two, when they process canola oil, it, there's an acid in there called erisic acid, and that turns into a trans fatty acid. And we all know not to touch margarine. We all know not to touch foods that are not natural foods. It's the high heat as well as the erisic acid that makes it very dangerous for our body to be ingesting. So that's canola oil for you. So yeah, you've got all these hidden ingredients. And if you look at uh, salad dressing, Shannon, if you look at salad dressings, they, even if it says olive oil in the front, canola oil is in. Yeah. Turn it over and, (laughs) and look at it. And yes, the the first ingredient is, is, is not olive oil. (laughs) That's the olive oil is lower down. And yeah, it's really, really, really sad. Not only that, but they can put gluten in there and gluten has a whole nother life of plethora of digestive issues because it's gluten. And I'm going to let you talk about gluten for a second. (laughs) Yeah. So when it comes to the thyroid and gluten, we recommend that we're staying away from it because one of the things with gluten is kind of what we were talking about with the, the canola oil. It's highly inflammatory to the body. Um, more so in my belief, because of how it is processed, it's sprayed, it's chemicalized, it's adulterated, it's GMO, all of these different things versus it being in its natural state. And this is, and I'm sure you can attest to this when you're working with clients. Some of my clients are like, when I'm in the U S I cannot eat gluten, but I can go to Europe and I can eat all of the pasta and I'm totally fine. I don't have the digestive issues and they have just different laws than Mm -hmm. we do here. So Mm -hmm. it's insane. I can go to Italy and and eat bread. Not, not a ton, but a little bit. I'll be, I'm fine. I'm I'm absolutely fine. Come back to the States. I'm a mess again. I'm an absolute mess. Um, yeah, so gluten, very inflammatory. And it's like, remember when we were in kindergarten, they they made us do a little thing with flour and water and it made glue, right? Oh, Did yes. Did you do that? Yeah. It, I, it, yes. made a, it made a paste. Well, it's exactly what it does when you eat it. It makes a paste in your body and it it it, it permeates the, the cell wall of the digestive system giving and causing food to literally leach into your body, causing auto, it's called auto intoxication. And talk about hormone disruption, talk about thyroid disruption. The lymphatic system has to work triple time. The hormones are completely off because now your body is riddled with food particles. It's got to get rid of. So that's the short of the very long of gluten. 
And so that's, and, and, and there's one other hidden ingredient in foods, packaged foods and or restaurant foods, and sometimes in, in toothpaste and uh, in children's foods, I, it, it, it shocked me. It's artificial sugars. It shocked me. I had a dog. Um, I have, I was not blessed with children. I am blessed with my dogs. And I had a puppy who was throwing up and the, um, the breeder said, go buy Pedialyte and give him some Pedialyte and that'll help hydrate him. Okay. That makes sense. Get the strawberry flavor because they'll drink it up. So I read labels like crazy. I read labels like crazy. So I go to the store and I get the Pedialyte and I look at the strawberry and there's artificial ingredients, artificial sugar in the Pedialyte. And I said, are you insane? I'm not giving that to my puppy. Why would people want to give this to their children? Yeah. Artificial sugars are made in a laboratory. They're chemicals. They are not made in mother nature. And there is plethora of health issues that happen from the artificial sugars. One of them, again, it's an excitotoxin damages your brain. Other ones were known carcinogens back in the 1990s. And then they were delisted as carcinogens. One of them turns into methyl alcohol in your body. I mean, come on. You can find artificial sugars in your toothpaste. So be careful. You can also find it in a lot of protein powders can destroy your health. That's why five ingredients or less. If a third grader can't read it and understand it, don't eat it. Go back to eat, walk, fly, walk, fly, swim, and grow. Yeah. Back to mother nature. Yeah. Loaded question, Shannon. It was a loaded question. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, you're strict. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but this is good information to have. And this is what I tell people. And I, this is like the ultimate goal in my mind, but mm-hmm. we also have to start with where we're at and move forward. Right learning to read those labels, learning to understand, oh, this is why Mm -hmm. Shannon and Tina are telling me to stay away from the canola oil and the gluten and the dairy. It's not because we're mean and we want to deprive you of anything. It's it's because we love you, right? And because we want Mm -hmm. and we know what it takes for your body to restore itself. Mm -hmm. And food is such a powerful way to do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. And it's also a simple way. Right. And I agree. I agree. It's, it's simple. It's powerful and it's simple because food is medicine. Right. Yeah. And I think for myself included, I overcomplicate sometimes what food has to be or what the meal has to be. So for you, when you're working with a client, how do you get them started? Let's say they're, they grow up very conventional, um, fast food, you know, standard American diet. We'll just say that standard American diet. How do you get them excited about cooking in their kitchen and making these changes? Yeah. The sad diet, standard American diet. Interesting. Cause that was my husband before I met him. And um, how do I, help them make the changes one step at a time. I allow people to go at their own comfort levels. And the very first thing that I insist that they start with is drinking water, drinking as much water as they, half your body weight in ounces a day is where you need to be. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're going to do it one step at a time. All right, let's get you drinking water. 
and let's have you start shopping for fresh vegetables, some fresh fruits. Let's just start incorporating some of these in with your regular meals. Now, there's some people who are ready to dive in and to do things all, all out. I'm, I'm ready. And there's other people who just are little toe dippers and want to do little by little by little. And then there's other people that are in the middle of the line. I meet people where they're at, Shannon. I'm sure you do too. I, I might sound strict. It's not, and, and, and I, I don't want people to perceive me as that. It's that I've got all of this knowledge and I know the things that destroy my health. Yeah. I can't make sentences on days, just like you had a hard time with the canola oil. I do too. I want to live. People ask me, Tina, where do you get all this energy? I'm like, um, universe, I, I was born this way. I don't know. I have energy. I have yeah. clean energy. It's not caffeinated energy. It's clean energy. And it's because of how I live my life. It's how, how I eat and how I just, I love my life. I love the world. I love people and I love food. Oh my gosh. I love food. And I want to inspire you that that food can be so amazingly delicious by itself. It doesn't need to have all the chemicals on it from those pat that you find in a lot of packaged foods. And yeah, I want to inspire you to get back to the kitchen and eat simple. It's simple because it is simple. It's not that difficult. Yeah. Okay, so this I'm gonna play the devil's advocate only because mm -hmm. I know you work with people like this, but they're and they say things like, "But Tina, my kids are so busy, and we have sports all the time, and you know I work a 40 hour week, and then I come home, and then I've, you know, we're off to baseball and <laughs> soccer and dance and all these. I just don't have time." <laughs> I get that all the time. I get that all the time, and. Basically, I have them, they're, they're on the phone with me or they're on the Zoom with me now. This Zoom is phone, same thing. Yeah. And they're, they're here with me for a reason. And I feel strongly that we have all the time in the world that we need to do everything that we need to do in our lives. That doesn't mean that we need to jam everything in. It means that, yeah, there's a pile. We'll get to it later. Yeah. It's fine. It's not a big deal do all of the things that are important to you. And what we'll do is I'll ask them the question, are you open to looking into your life and finding the time so that you can have a life that's healthy, vibrant, and free? Are you open to looking for it? And they'll say, sure, let's look at it, but it's tight. Yeah. And, we'll take, and, we'll, and we'll take a look at it. We'll take a look at their daily routines. We'll take a look at their weekend routines and it's typical that we can find 30 minutes a day or an hour here or an hour there that they can prepare foods that are healthy for the rest of the week, mm. healthy for several meals at a time. I love the Instant Pot. Do you have an Instant Pot, Shannon? I do. And it was a game changer when I got one. Uh, it can go from frozen. <laughs> it can go from frozen to cooked in about an hour. Yeah. So I'll come home. I'll throw everything in. I didn't have, I didn't prepare. I was away for the weekend. Uh, what do I have in the freezer? I have chicken. I've got uh, chili peppers. I've got corn. I've got, no, I don't always eat corn, um, but my husband loves it. I'll add it in later. Zucchini. I've got, I find all my frozen vegetables. I'll throw it in there, throw an onion on the bottom, throw the chicken, throw frozen vegetables, can of tomatoes that my mom makes. 
and some really good chicken broth that I keep in, in the freezer, or sometimes I have hermetically sealed packages. I already have spice mixes made up, throw the spice mixes on in, in there, put the lid on it, go for a walk with the dogs or go do my exercise. I come home and now I have soup for me, soup for the family and leftovers for tomorrow for lunch. And if the, nobody eats whatever the leftovers are, they go into containers, they get labeled and they're in the freezer for those emergencies. Game changer. Love the Instant Pot. Huge game changer. And my husband was very nice to me when he bought it. It was, I think it was a birthday present or Mother's Day. I don't know, one of those. And (laughs) he bought me one with a Bluetooth. So there's been times where Mm -hmm. I can do it from my phone. I throw all the ingredients in, but then I can set it while I'm gone or while I'm driving home. And you're right. It's such a game changer. There's been, I can cook a roast like nobody's business. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the instant pot, I literally cut everything up, throw a frozen roast in there, turn it on, come home after church, boom, like best yeah. roast, super easy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you braise it ahead of time? Um, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. not because it's frozen and yeah. Mm-hmm. It is when, when it, yeah, exactly. When it's frozen, I, you can't braise it, but when it's yeah. defrosted, I, tr- I hate braising because everything smells, yes. <laughs> but I love the flavor that the braising gives it. And you can braise right there in the instant pot, which is wonderful. Yeah. And so, yeah. So tools for busy lives are things like the instant pot and making soups, making salads in a jar. Have you ever done salads in a jar? I get all these mason jars and put the, the, the olive oil and vinegar at the bottom. And then I put harder vegetables like carrots and celery and maybe olives and then softer vegetables like mushrooms or um, scallions. And then I'll put hard boiled eggs or tuna fish or leftover chicken. And then you put the lettuce at the top and maybe a little cheat goat cheese. I love goat cheese, just a little bit of goat cheese and lock all the, lock them all tight, put them in the fridge. When you're ready to eat it, flip it upside down, shake it up, eat right out of the jar fast food right in your refrigerator. And to prepare five, 10 salads in a jar can take you less than 30 minutes. Yeah. Less than 30 minutes. It doesn't take that long and you're worth it. Yes. Well, and I love that you said fast food because that's one of the things that I tell people. I'm like, fast food does not equal going through a drive-thru. Fast food can equal an apple, an orange, a pear, some nuts and seeds. Like Fast food is faster if it's whole food and you can grab it and go because fast food going through a drive-through, you're still in there for 10, 15 minutes, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you're leaving your home, then you've got the drive there. Then you're going through the drive-through. Then you've got the drive home, you know? So it's not (laughs) really fast food. It's still going to take you the same amount of time. So good point. Really good point. (laughs) Really good point. I'm going to use that. And, and I never, I have, I always say about fast food in the refrigerator, but I I didn't correlate for years. Like yeah, an apple and nuts, that's fast food too. Hello. Yes. Yeah, it's wonderful. I love it. Thank you. I love learning from people. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I, I think somebody else said that to me and I was like, you're so right. You know, so yeah. we just, we share those little nuggets with each other. Um, so what is your number one health tip for women and oh men, for families, anybody? 
really. Number number one health tip I've already given you, which is okay. drink your water, right? Oh, drink yep. your water. Yep. Drink your water, half your body weight in ounces per day. And if I had to give another tip, because I've already done that one, is make sure you sleep seven to eight hours a day. Make sure that it happens. I don't care what it takes. Make sure it happens. I'll tell you a quick story. The reason why I'm even mentioning this is because Sunday night, of course, I have dogs. My one dog was hacking all night long, and I thought he had pneumonia again. I was in the shower with him, you know, giving him the steams and oh, I was up all night with him. And I was frantic the next day trying to get him into a vet because there's a shortage of vets and there, I couldn't find a vet. I found one, finally found one that, and I was dealing with one of my implants came loose. So I had two emergencies in one day, oh, no wow. sleep whatsoever. I don't know how in the world I functioned that day, but pure sheer need to get my dog well and to get my tooth screwed back in <laughs> properly. Yep. And, and, and I'm driving to the dentist. It's a half an hour away and I'm falling asleep. I'm like, this is terrible. So the next, that night, I know I got my dog, the medicine, he was still hacking that night, but I shut my door and I locked him out and I, I went to sleep. I shut everything out and I had to sleep because it was so integral to my health on Tuesday, because I had another big day on Tuesday uh, of other households, I mean, family emergency stuff that I needed to deal with. And I needed my scruples about me. So do what it takes in order to get a good night's sleep, because it's, you can't function. You cannot function unless you get, and people like, Oh, I get six hours sleep on a normal basis. I'm fine. Are you, are you really? Yep. (laughs) I love that. And I know for myself, when I'm not sleeping, my food cravings go up, right? I'm looking for sugar. I'm looking for Mm -hmm. the Dr. Pepper. I'm looking for something Mm -hmm. to give me this little boost Mm -hmm. (laughs) of of energy. Um, But yeah, I can totally appreciate the importance of sleep. And when I started prioritizing that, other things seem to fall into place for myself, Uh, which leads me into, I think my last question for you, what are the benefits of following, following a low glycemic, um, nutrition plan? Good. I like that. I don't use the word diets, nutrition plan, low glycemic nutrition plan, low sugar. Okay. Low, anything that elevates your blood glucose levels, your blood sugar levels, glucose, same, same thing. Anything that elevates those levels, create your, your, your pancreas excretes insulin and insulin comes in. It takes glucose by the hand when it's too high And because it's dangerous for the brain, by the way, too much glucose in the bloodstream is very dangerous for the brain. Although the brain lives off of glucose, but too much, too much insulin needs to take it out of the blood. So your body stays safe and it takes it to the muscle, right? It wants to fuel the muscle. And oftentimes when the muscle has been the door, the receptor sites on muscles, then the, the insulin, it kind of takes glucose out on a date, right? It takes it to the date and, the, and to the cafe and the cafe is the muscle and they knock on the door and they, the door won't open because you've knocked on it way too many times. So yeah. it bypasses the muscle and it goes right into fat storage. Okay. Um, if you're not insulin resistant yet, then it will fill up the muscles with the glucose, but 
it it can only do so much. Your glass a glass can only hold so much. The overflow will still go into fat storage. By the way, the liver plays a big part in this. I don't get into all of that. Yeah. And the biggest, the other piece of this, not only is it going to go into fat cells, which I don't know about you, but I have enough fat cells. Thank you very much. Yeah. But it, but it also it also creates plaque in your arteries. Insulin creates plaque in your arteries, causing um, issues with high blood pressure, causing issues with stroke, heart attack, all of those things. So keep your sugar levels low in your bloodstream. And to do that, always combine your foods with a good protein, a good fat, only four to six ounces of protein. We eat too much protein in the, in, in the United States. I love pro, animal protein. I'm not against it. I love it. Uh, but we eat too much. So four to six ounces, lots of vegetables, 10 to 12 cups of vegetables a day. So each meal should have two, three cups of vegetables and a good fat. And that lowers the glycemic index of your meal. Okay. And you want to eat non-starchy vegetables. Look, I love butternut squash. I love sweet potatoes. I love white potatoes, but remember they're starchy and they will, they will elevate your blood sugar level. So eat a little bit eat a little bit, don't eat yeah. too, too much. Okay. So that's, that's the reason why a glow glycemic diet is some of the reasons why it's so important. I love it. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Tina, for being on. Is there any last tips or anything that we should cover before we send them to your links and to connect with you on social media and all of the fun places? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. Please share, uh, join my, uh, my YouTube ch- ch- cooking show channel and learn how to find joy in the kitchen because I strongly believe that we are here on this earth to experience joy in this life. And we need to do anything that it takes to, to help us reach joy on a daily basis. That's yeah. it. Wonderful. I love that. So where can people find you on YouTube, on social media? How can they connect with you? And of course, all of these links will be in the show notes for you guys to follow as well. Sure. Absolutely. They can find me at tinamcdermott.com, M-C-D-E-R-M-O-T-T. That's my website. My cooking show is tinamcdermott.com slash cooking show. Or you can just go on YouTube and look for Tina's Joyful Kitchen because that's what I call it. Tina's Joyful Kitchen super easy and I love the name. All right. Thank you for being on and we will see you guys in the next. Thank you so much. Namaste. Namaste. Before you go, I wanted to share with you that we are switching things up for the new year. Open enrollment for the Hansen Method for a Thriving Thyroid will begin in early January 2022. Oh my gosh, that feels so weird to say, but our official launch date and program will start Monday, January 17th, and we have a total of 20 spots open for this session. So let me tell you a little bit about the Hansen Method if you aren't already familiar with it. The Hansen Method is now a six-month-long program that includes functional testing, two to three personalized protocols during that time period to help you optimize your thyroid hormones. You're probably saying, why two to three? (laughs) Because guess what? The progress of our thyroid hormones, it takes time. So we build out this system, this plan for you based off the test results that come back. So everything is going to be customized to you, dietary lifestyle, supplementation, all of that. 
Now, on average, we see a 30% reduction in symptoms within 30 days. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer, but by the end of the four, of four months, we're seeing an average reduction of 70% in your thyroid symptoms. <laughs> if that's not good enough for you, though, we are now offering a guarantee. So if you don't see that 70% reduction in your symptoms within six months of working with us in our program, we will work with you until you hit that 70% or for an entire year with no additional charges or fees to you. It is all covered in the original cost. So in order to qualify for this guarantee though, you have to put in a little bit of work. So you must be participating in journaling for the first couple months. Um, and if we ask you to go back to it, you know, go back to it. And we also want to see you showing up to the coaching calls. I get you may not be able to attend every single group coaching call. That's totally fine. As long as you're showing up to your one-on-ones and you're having good regular communication with us, reaching out to us when we reach out to you and say, hey, we haven't heard from you. We're going to keep working with you because we are so confident in the system and we will follow you all the way through the entire process. If you are interested in applying for this opportunity, please, please, please click the thyroid breakthrough link in the show notes and apply today to speak to one of our thyroid advisors. We don't charge for these appointments, so you literally have nothing to lose and our thyroid advisors will be super helpful to you, helping you better understand if this is going to be a good fit for you or if you would be better suited to work with someone else. All right, you guys, I hope each one of you books a breakthrough call because we would love to speak with you. Wait before you go. Please subscribe. If you found value in today's episode, leave us a review and share on Instagram and please tag us. We love your reviews. Pretty please.